Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Former Hillsong singer-songwriter David Willersdorf begins his Australian regional tour soon. He's very well known around the world for his song Let Your Presence Fall. His new CD was produced by Rick Price in Nashville and David shares a bit about his story and his famous evangelist dad, Brian Willersdorf. Well, I've, got, I've got a lot of, a lot yeah. of uh, memories, I guess. Uh, dad used to use his children to gather crowds to, so that he could preach to them. So I remember I was in a caravan park at Safety Beach and I thought I was there for a holiday. I was probably oh, about 10, 10 years old and, and Dad insisted that I sing uh, in the caravan park until a crowd formed and then he took over and, and he'd start preaching. And, uh, and I was really embarrassed because I'd made all these friends over the, the week that we were there and, and they, they saw me singing. <laughs> well, I, I, I gathered a crowd. Uh, I don't know if it was a pity. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Dad kind of uh, took over and, and started preaching. What was it like so, being raised by a uh, travelling evangelist? Could, you, could I call him that? Oh, definitely. Uh, well, it was uh, it was incredible in a sense. Uh, in, in one sense, it was incredible that like the things that, that were happening, the people I got to meet uh, growing up, like the Andre Crouches and yeah. and all these people that would come to Dad's Crusades to sing and, and to do different things. That that was incredible. And then on the other side, I was this this kid trying to work out uh, uh, what normal looked like. And yeah. and I guess most most pastors kids have the same journey of of working themselves out. Uh, as they grow and so it was kind of like two worlds that did you have uh, a, a day that you remember that your faith made sense to you well I, I guess for me I, I grew up being surrounded with this message of the gospel yeah. and so uh, so it had always been I guess something that, that I'd heard my parents say and and I'd heard their friends all say and so it had been something that I guess uh, was a culture that I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, but at, uh, but at, at some point I realised that it wasn't necessarily my identity. And, and like I said with most pastors' kids, a lot of the time we, we have to find our own identity yeah. that's, uh, that sometimes leads us on, on some stupid decision-making. Uh-huh. And so I remember I was just, uh, I was just literally just, uh, just uh, I'd been, been drinking too much as, as a teenager. Okay. And uh, and I, I was just lying in a field, thinking this is the this is it. I could die right here and right now. In a field. Yeah, in, in just a field in a, in a farm, and uh, and I was thinking this could be it. This could uh, could be the end. And and so I remember praying at that point, uh, that one of those prayers, kind of Lord, if if you help me out of this, I'll, I'll give my life to you. And uh, and that was a key moment. Uh, but I remember that it really came to to uh, to fruition when I was at the Cooma. There was a Christian music festival that used to happen at Cooma every year, yeah. 1990, January 6. Uh, I, I thought if that my dad was actually preaching, uh, and I remember they had an altar call, and I was thinking, if my friend get, gets up next to me and goes forward, I'll go forward too. Yeah. And so my friend, um, his name was Mal, he, he got up and I thought, this is it, I'm going forward to, to really, I guess uh, going forward doesn't, doesn't mean, uh, it's not the big thing, but it's, it's very good for sealing, yeah. sealing something in your, yeah. in, inside you. And I remember my, my friend walked forward confidently before me and, and halfway down he turned off, he was going to the toilet. <laughs> no. <laughs> to, and, and, and so I thought I was faced with another decision. Do I... <laughs> Pretend that this hasn't happened, or and, and in the end, I went went forward. And wow. well, I guess the the thing about altar calls is that they can be a really powerful moment. But uh, but one thing I guess I've also realised is that yeah. is that you can come to a realisation of something, and that's the more important thing than than just than going down. 
the front at an altar call. So it was really uh, God went from being the God of my parents and yeah. the God of my, of of my of the, the church that I grew up with to being someone that I would walk with in life and wow. and enjoy and uh, and be enjoyed by. What was your dad like as a father? Oh, my dad. I'm I'm very biased <laughs> towards my dad. <laughs> funny that. Um, yeah, it's funny. So, <laughs> but uh, but I look at a lot of preachers' kids once again, and, and a lot of the time, someone might say something in a pulpit, and their life at home is so different to what they preach. Uh, if you get what I mean, where 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 there's that sense that that something sounds good uh, behind a pulpit, but it's not lived out. But yeah. but my dad is is the opposite. Uh, my dad's never said anything in a pulpit that I haven't seen him live. Wow. I realise that that's it's fairly rare that you can say that. Yeah. Uh, and and so my dad's really inspired me. His preaching's great. He's always been a great preacher. But but his his life has been really the thing that's most inspired me. Yeah. The way he treats my mum. The way he wow. treats people. Uh, he, he always puts people in uh, ahead of himself and, and uh, hopefully that uh, resonates in my life in some way too. That's former Hillsong singer-songwriter David Willersdorf who begins his Australian regional tour next week. His new CD is Fire This Love, produced by Rick Price. Details on tour dates go to davidwillersdorf.com and you can hear his CD on iTunes as well. You're listening to Light and Life from the Salvos.